I had an interesting conversation with a friend the other day. I'll call it a conversation but it did get a bit heated on his part. He was convinced that if God would just turn up out of the blue and show himself then a lot more people who have no faith, like him, would start to believe in God. He thinks that if God did this then people would stop behaving so badly and there wouldn't be so much evil in the world. Um, thoughtful face. My friend wants God to pop up out of thin air a bit like the genie from Aladdin's lamp before he will believe. He's disappointed because in his opinion if God existed then God is in doing enough to stop all the evil and bad things. He doesn't understand, yet, that God has already provided the answer in Jesus and that it's God's loving mercy that is giving people the chance to find him before it's judgment time. I guess my friend is not alone in thinking like this and there are people who want to see God appear for themselves before they will believe. For my friend seeing is believing but what is seeing and many people are blinded to the truth by Satan or are willfully blind from seeing. My friend certainly was not going to believe my testimony or anything I told him. His mind is made up, at the moment, and he thinks I'm deluded as a Christian believer, frowning face. However, the truth we read in the Bible tells us that since the world was created God has made himself known and revealed himself to mankind. God walked with Adam and Eve regularly in the garden and talked to them before sin separated them and consequently us from his presence. God appeared to Abraham and made a covenant with him. God hid Moses in the gap in a rock and caused all his goodness to pass before Moses. Moses couldn't see God's face because as God said no one could look on his face and live. God revealed himself to his chosen people, the Israelites, but they still even with all the miracles and incredible things they witnessed of God with their own eyes still went their own ways, did wicked things and didn't obey his commands. This is unfortunately the reality of human behavior. These were the same people who saw God come down for themselves in a thick cloud on Mount Sinai but the manifested presence of God was too much for the people to cope with. They were too afraid of his awesome and powerful presence when the cloud of his glory came down and they witnessed its effect around them. The mountain cracked, there was thunder and smoke and there was fire. It was a terrifying sight. Moses and the elders went up the mountain though because they had prepared and purified themselves to meet God. Then they climbed the mountain, Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and saw the God of Israel. He was standing on a pavement of something like sapphires, pure, clear sky blue. He didn't hurt these pillar leaders of the Israelites, they saw God, and they ate and drank. Exodus 24 9-11 If God in all His glory and power did make an appearance as my friend wants then my friend wouldn't be able to cope with the reality. He'd be struck down in fear at the glory of God. If God appeared as He did on Mount Sinai then my friend would be completely undone because of God's holiness. However, God did the most amazing thing out of His great love for us so that people could see Him and touch Him and get to know Him. He came in the flesh as Jesus as a baby. The people of the time saw Jesus with their own eyes, touched him, saw all the miracles and good Jesus did but yet again they still rejected him and didn't change their ways. To see Jesus was to see the Father. Jesus revealed God. Philip said, Master, show us the Father, then we'll be content. You've been with me all this time, Philip, and you still don't understand? To see me is to see the Father. So how can you ask, where is the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you aren't mere words. I don't just make them up on my own. The Father who resides in me crafts each word into a divine act. Believe me, I am in my Father and my Father is in me. If you can't believe that, believe what you see, these works. John 14 8-9
The wonderful truth for us as believers is that God is also present here now with us as the Holy Spirit. We can't see the Holy Spirit but we know His presence and we see the evidence of His work and power in us and through us in the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit whether through gifts of healing, speaking in tongues, prophecy etc. We don't see the wind but we know it exists, and we feel it and see where it blows. So it is with the Holy Spirit. I don't need to see the wind to believe in it or to see the air that I breathe. Jesus told a parable about the rich man in hell who wanted his family to be warned about hell so that they would not go through the torment he was experiencing. The rich man believed that if Lazarus was sent back from the dead and spoke to his family as a witness then they would change their ways and believe. Sadly Jesus knew that even that wouldn't convince them because they already had unbelief in their hearts. The rich man said, Then let me ask you, Father, send him, Lazarus, to the house of my father where I have five brothers, so he can tell them the score and warn them so they won't end up here in this place of torment. Abraham answered, They have Moses and the prophets to tell them the score. Let them listen to them. I know, Father Abraham, he said, but they're not listening. If someone came back to them from the dead, they would change their ways. Abraham replied, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they're not going to be convinced by someone who rises from the dead. Luke 16 29-31 I think Jesus summed it up with these words to his disciple Thomas. But Thomas, sometimes called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples told him, We saw the Master. But he said, Unless I see the nail holes in his hands, put my finger in the nail holes, and stick my hand in his side, I won't believe it. Eight days later, his disciples were again in the room. This time Thomas was with them. Jesus came through the locked doors, stood among them, and said, Peace to you. Then he focused his attention on Thomas. Take your finger and examine my hands. Take your hand and stick it in my side. Don't be unbelieving. Believe, Thomas said, my master. My God, Jesus said, so, you believe because you've seen with your own eyes. Even better blessings are in store for those who believe without seeing. John 20 26-29 How amazing, Jesus tells us that we who have believed in Him without seeing with our own eyes have better blessings in store. The sadness for me is for those, like my friend, who are blinded to the truth of the gospel. I pray that their eyes are open to see Jesus and know Him and the truth by the power of the Holy Spirit. To understand their sin and need for God's forgiveness and that God exists, and has shown His love for them by sending Jesus to die in their place. May they come to know God and be reconciled to Him through the death and resurrection of Jesus before it is too late. May their hearts be softened and faith take root. Amen.